see if he gon' catch it. I ain't athletic, but it's tennis for the necklace. Yeah. Hey, where that cash at? I stack it like Tetris. Real good, a real plugs and connections. First, I make him eat it till he locked y'all. Give it to him good, knocking socks off. I run it up, they busy running their mouth. I'm a real rich all right, A-League, we are here on the road again. This time we're in State Farm Arena at the Big Three uh, tournament stop here in Atlanta. I'm here with my good friend, Dimitri Chin. Dimitri, man, how you feeling, bro? Feeling good, feeling great. It's Sunday, so all is well, all is blessed. Um, just, just you know, happy to have, have the opportunity to come here and cover the Big Three. Obviously, it's my first uh, event that I covered. Um, but it's been it's been good, so I'm doing good. How about yourself, my brother? Oh man, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. You know how it is, man. Hey, we, we, we had living the dream. Yeah, living the dream. We, we done it a little impromptu. Yeah. Two episodes in a row. First time was in the car after we went to Georgia Tech to hoop. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on, hold on. First, we got to talk about Georgia Tech. Forget what we talked about beforehand. Georgia Tech, man. How did how did it go? What what was your perspective? Because we didn't hear your perspective. Right, first of all, these guys need to just stick to. You know football because I'm gonna let you know now. They don't. They 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 are not what they perceive themselves to be on the court. Yeah, we had a bad game. You know, I only was able to play one, but that's okay. Um, but it was cool. It was cool. I had a good time playing with those dudes. It was cool. We, we didn't have a warm up. People don't know that we did not have a warm. -up. No warm up, ladies and gentlemen. So don't come talking that trash because I'm telling you, I'm a whoop yo. <laughs> nah, but in all seriousness, it was cool though. Um, I did wish I could have hooped with you guys longer though. Right, you know right, what right, I mean? Right, right. Jer Jeremy hit that half court shot on dude. I know, but we didn't talk about that in the last episode. Yeah, because you didn't record it. <laughs> you didn't record the shot, so it never happened. <laughs> I just recorded the first one. They only saw us airballing shots and and me hitting the top of the backboard in the first game, but. Uh, yeah, moving on now, Big 3. Uh, like, like you said, it's your first time covering the event. This is my second time. I did it a couple years ago in Charlotte. Okay. Um, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool setup. Games go by really quick. Another game's about to end here with the Killer 3s. And who's that? 3-Gem? Three, three three no. Three-Headed Monster. Three monster. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we got to see Joe versus Josh here in this building once again. That was pretty cool. How'd you feel about that match? Man, it was super exciting. I mean, I... I Honestly, I've never had the opportunity to watch either of those guys play live when they were, um, you know, playing for the Atlanta Hawks. So to see them here, State Farm Arena battle it out against each other, man, I mean, they were up in each other, man. They were playing really physical. Um, it was it was, it was was really fun. As you guys can hear, you know, the crowd is going nuts. Uh, so it, it was the same when those guys were on the court. It was cool. And at first, it looked kind of a little skimpy. You, you know, I have my guy Ben, ben Center in, in the background and everything like that. He was like, nobody's here. It's, it's empty. I was like, give it. It's 1 o'clock. The church crowd on a Sunday in Atlanta in the deep south. And, you know, and sure enough, we got a good crowd here. Yeah, absolutely. And not to mention, you know, Atlanta United has a big game today, too, against uh, – New York Red Bulls so you know that's kind of in competition with the big three but I'm telling you if you haven't been to a big three game you guys need to come out and experience this show because Ice Cube is a genius and a half because he uh you know created Friday all the Friday so but uh but yeah it, it, this is awesome I'm, I'm really happy Joe really like Joe really showed up in that second half, they were down about 26 to 10 going into the second half, and Joe really took over, like 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 we've seen on, on Twitter uh, all every week leading up to this. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he he pretty much did what he what he was accustomed to doing throughout his whole NBA career. Put the ball in his hands, and he's going to make you know things happen offensively. So it was that much more exciting to see them come back from 15 down, man. 15 down. I mean, that was pretty cool. Uh, the head coach, Lisa Leslie, the GOAT, you know, she uh, definitely said that, you know, ISO Joe came alive in the second half when they needed it the most. And we have another GOAT here. That's another thing I love about the big three is all, all the women coaches. We have Nancy Lieberman here coaching one of these teams out here right now. So you talk about two of the greatest women's basketball players, basketball players of all time. So uh, that's also exciting for me. Uh, Joe's washed. Joe's washed. Let, let's not get it twisted. He's washed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Offensively, big three. This is his league. He runs it. He can do anything he wants. He's still in shape physically, offensively. But defensively, when I seen this man get crossed up in the 2017 conference finals against Golden State, I knew it was over. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, 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 that probably – not only killed his ankles, but killed his career. <laughs> hey, but jo- hey, Josh looked good, though. No, Josh Smith looked really good. He looked very comfortable playing in this league. I like that he made the decision to come on board this year. Um, he's going to he's gonna definitely thrive. I think he finished with, what, 22 points? About 20 points, yeah. Yeah, so he did his thing. You know, he represented for uh, his hometown of Atlanta. And, um, you know, they put on a good show. Three or four shooting from deep, too. Where the hell did that come from? I mean, I remember there was a time when uh, the fans in this building used to boo when he shot a three. Now they were cheering. Hey, man, it just shows you that, you know, he, he's one of those players that gets better with time, I yeah, guess. Yeah. So Always working on his game. Always working on his game, even yeah, if he's yeah. not in the league. All right, but now moving on, the Clippers. Dog. Where, where were you when the Clippers news broke? Was you sleep? Oh, man, I was in a really good sleep. Uh, <laughs> I was in the bed with my fine fiance sleeping, but in all seriousness, the next day, you know, obviously the whole world erupted. Um, but it was just so cool to see that, you know, um, as Alan Anderson mentioned in the press conference, that, you know, it's spread around. The talent is spread around in the league now. So I think that's what's really needed, you know, for the NBA. And, uh, you know, I, I was up. I was about to go to sleep. I was putting on my phone because, you know, the last few minutes before I go to sleep, I always got to put up my phone just to get away from it for a minute. Yeah. Get get a little, you know, little reps in, brush my teeth, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. I'm putting on my phone and my phone goes off. I check it. It's one group message. Clippers. Another group message. Clippers. I'm like, he made his decision. So then I click and then I see a, wow, what's going on? Yeah. And I see the Paul George news. Yeah. That I tell people all the time, that was the most surprising for me. It was about a, what, maybe 50% chance that Kawhi was going to go to the Clippers. So you leave that other, you know, 50% out there for the likes of Toronto and and maybe the Lakers. But I knew that he was, I'm not going to sit here and say I just knew he was going to go to the Clippers. But I had a really good feeling he was. But that Paul George still, man. Salute to Kawhi Leonard. If he's not a GOAT on the court, he's definitely a GOAT now in terms of recruiting because that was impressive. That was crazy. Just last year, they brought out Nas to Oklahoma City. They brought out Nas. Nas don't just come out the house for anybody. That's what I'm saying, man. They got this man about the crib, and I'm like, dude, 
I, I love this is why I love the NBA, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I really do because you know, no matter what you say, a lot of people would say that last year or this past playoffs with LeBron not being in it was kind of watered down. I think it was hella great for the, the the industry because when you think about it, once LeBron leaves, yeah, we're all going to be sad, but ultimately there's going to be a lot more competitive play in the league. So, in a way, I'm looking forward to LeBron retiring because it'll get it'll, just like when Michael Jordan was playing. You know, a lot of guys didn't get those opportunities to win the ring because MJ. It's going to be the same thing with LeBron. Well, the difference is. MJ actually won in the finals, but that, that's a discussion for another day. That's a discussion for another day. My guy Ben, he actually called Kawhi to the Clippers. I know he wanted to talk about that, but he's going down to the press conference now. Uh, so, is there anything else, any other free agency things? Do you like what the what the Lakers have done? You know, bringing on Boogie and Quinn Cook? I'll say this. I like what both L.A. teams are doing. Obviously, last year the Clippers had a very well-rounded team. They built on that. The Lakers, you know, they've done a lot of good. Uh, they made a lot of great signings after locking in Anthony Davis. Because the big question was, who else you got on your bench, right, to support that cast? Now you add in the likes of Quinn Cook at the point guard position, DeMarcus Cousins, you still got JaVale McGee. You're too deep at each position. So I like what the Lakers are doing, but me personally, I'd still give the edge to the Clippers as far as the best team in L.A. But they're both doing good things, man. The Clippers are definitely the best team in the Western Conference and probably in the NBA, arguably. That's kind of disrespectful to the Milwaukee Bucks because they haven't even played a game yet. Right. But still, uh, I, they, they're the best, their best team in the West right now. Um, the thing is... But the Lakers, a lot of these signings look like the typical LeBron signings. LeBron always signs the vets that you've heard their names before. And it usually just turns out kind of in because a lot of those guys are past their primes. Right. The guys like Quinn Cook and, and Cousins and uh, bringing back Rondo. And LeBron just likes people that we've heard of before. Yeah. <laughs> and let that me, doesn't always work. Let me pose this question on you, right? Who's under more pressure now to really take the Lakers to the next level while they're with the franchise. Is it LeBron or is it Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis. Because AD is younger. LeBron, if he doesn't win, you can say, oh, LeBron was old. If AD doesn't win, then it's like, okay, you're a fraud. I agree with that. But what happens to when people say the purpose of LeBron coming to the Lakers was to give them a championship. So now you're looking at it like, yeah, he's old. But he's also still held accountable or is going to be held accountable for making sure that this organization flourishes while he's there. Really, LeBron, he says he came for it. Like, but he didn't even say he came for a championship. Because remember in the preseason, they asked him, I know it's championship or bust. He's like, I didn't say that. And, and he came there for production. We all know that. He came there for the shop. The, the little game show, the American Ninja Warrior, whatever he's doing. Don't forget about Bronny. Bronny. And Bronny and Wade, they're going to do their thing this year. So. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to be really fun to watch, man. I can't wait to watch them. But, yeah, you make a good point, man. He never he never said that, you know, he was going to bring a title to L.A. We just kind of assume because that's just his nature, right? That's what we expect of LeBron James. So, we'll see. But I'd like to think LeBron might be under a little more pressure. Because Anthony Davis has about, what, five years to get it done? 
LeBron is probably going to be done in about three, maybe. So, you know, I think I think he has to make something happen. All right, well, I'm going to wrap it up short today. That's A-League on the road, another one. We had to give you a little fix. All right, Dimitri, go ahead and, and say your username. Yeah, so you guys, of course, you know, can uh, follow me on Twitter at the number one, Dimitri Chin, and at in, on Instagram at Mr. Dimitri Chin. I love interacting with everyone. You guys help me get some followers, man. I'm hurt. <laughs> hey, man, you already know who it is, man. RashadMidling.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Pizza Boy number one. Let's get it. Y'all must thought that I was gonna whisper the whole time. Hey, mistress, uh, diamonds they wear like go fishing. Uh, yeah. I don't want friends, I want Audis. Audi. I don't want cars, I want Rarys. Uh, I don't want.